Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views with Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, listeners. And, and people have been asking me how you are because I know you've had health problems recently. How are you at the moment? Are you in the mend? Yeah, I'm, I'm recovering well. Thank, thank you very much, Alan. Thanks for asking me. I'm, I'm recovering well and I'm just getting there, you know. Takes about, takes about a year, you know. So, But I'm, I'm there, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. And, and the other question they're asking, Johnny, and maybe you don't want to give an answer to, but I have to put it to you anyway. Are, are you committed yeah. to going forward again? Have you made a decision that you will go forward for the next? Oh uh, yes, Alan, I'm 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 strong again, and I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm okay, and I'm looking forward to it, you know. Okay, so you've committed to go forward for the next election. Now let, let's look at the decision yesterday because uh, when everyone heard this, the first thing they looked at was in the and they they saw three sitting deputies there, and now Wexford becoming a kind of a four seat constituency. The general feeling was the pressure was going to come in the Enniscorthy district. Is that your feeling? Uh, well, of course, Alan. I mean, when we reduced to, to, to uh, a four-seater, uh, look at it, it, it's a serious situation. I think it's a, a seismic shift. Uh, you know, when you look, when I look, I read the report there, just as you know, it came out yesterday, so we're kind of mulling over it. We're doing the figures and crunching the figures, as, as every party is probably doing. But at the end of the day, Alan, just reading reading the report, and if I just can I, can I quote from the report a bit, just just to just give a flavour to, to your listeners, it, like it, it, it states in, in the in the report, Alan, that uh, the breaching of county boundaries to be is to be avoided as far as practical, and then it goes on to say it goes on to say that the preservation is so far as practical, so far as practical of the integrity of the county boundaries is an express statutory requirement. It is noteworthy. That the preservation of county boundaries integrity also stood head and shoulders above any other issue. Right. Well, Alan, that didn't stand head over issue in yeah. in Wexford anyway. I think this as a seismic shift in in, in the integrity of, of our boundary. I mean, thirty percent of, of of the constituency uh, is going to be integrated into a, a, a Wicklow Wexford constituency, a new constituency. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think this is going to favour any, anybody. I, I mean. Uh, as Brendan Howland said yesterday, and I agree with him, he's, you know, this, this strength in unity. Uh, I, I, there's a whole third of the, of the county uh, basically going, going into, into a, a, new, a new constituency. That's nearly 50,000 people. Mm. I don't see how that, 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 can, that, that can help Wexford. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, there's, there's other uh, uh, follow-ups to this as well when you look into it. I mean, uh, a, lot, a lot of money coming from Europe, Alan, is based on regional, regional population. And will that will that will this uh, affect that those those grants? Mm. Uh, you know that, that we will need for our infrastructure, etc. Right. Uh, it's, it's not as simple as that. Like, and and, and I think it's 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 it, it's a blow to Wexford. It definitely right. is a, a blow to Wexford. That's just my feeling on it. Actually, uh, Brendan, uh, Brendan uh, Howland got a lot of traction, a lot of reaction, a lot of support when he made that comment yesterday about part of Wexford now being taken out of the electoral uh, constituency. Uh, yeah. There was a huge amount of support for that, by the way. His stance. On yeah. Well, well, as I said, uh, you know, it's it, 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 a seismic shift. Like, it's probably it's, we were probably affected more than anybody else in the whole country. And you know, uh, like uh, the the remit of, of of the commission of the constitutional review w- yeah. was that uh, they, they produced a three, a three, a four, and a five constituency, uh, constituencies, and six, six. They, they were they're not allowed to to, to have a six six seaters uh, constituency. Right. So look at. Uh, Probably preferably it would be for everybody. It probably would okay. have been. I was. We were all expecting it. Probably, to be honest about it, probably a three and three. Right. But we were surely. But we're not expecting that. That's a huge chunk of kind of mm. kind of effects, you know. 
All right. Look, uh, looking, looking at uh, what uh, the new three-seater constituency there, your own colleague Johnny Brady in uh, in the Wicklow area, apparently, and maybe you can uh, clarify this for me. Apparently, he's far from happy with the decision reached yesterday. That's uh, Sinn Féin's Johnny Brady, who's in, uh, in the neighbouring county Wicklow. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I haven't spoken to John, uh, but but uh, John would be in the same position uh, as ourselves. Like, it's, uh, you know, it's a reduction in there as well. And you know he wouldn't be happy with that either. Uh, but look, at it, it's not. It's 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 all in looking. I'm not really I'm concerned about Wexford. And I always support Wexford, you know, as you know. And every you know every citizen of Wexford is is, is represented. Uh, you know, my far field, You know, you can go down to Arterstown, up along the whole way, yeah. up along to the border, right Wicklow, and you know they're, they're well represented, and they are well represented by all okay. all the TDs, the existing TDs. All right, I'm going to go Alan, to just the, yes, that, okay. That, look, Alan, just just one thing. You know, it's the fact that people got to understand that the fact that the commissioners themselves are neutral, mm-hmm. you know, does not ins- does not ensure an outcome of, of a non-partisan boundary mm-hmm. boundary changes, yeah. and that that's a problem as well. All right. So you, you you're you're very disappointed by the decision. Uh, can you just give a personal opinion? Do you reckon that Sinn Féin may be tempted to say put forward someone like Fiontano Sulawal into this new Wexford Wicklow constituency? And is, is there going to be a, a bit of a battle between Wicklow Sinn Féin and Wexford Sinn Féin as to who gets the nomination for this new three C constituency? Yeah, probably, but, but it, it, they're not going to say yet. And what, what we've done, like, like like every other, we've gone to our uh, electoral department, uh, they're going to come down, they'll punch the figures, and we'll see exactly what we go over, we'll mull over everything and see you know, what's the best right. way to go forward. Nothing has been decided yet. Right. But look, at, we, we, we will, we will, we'll be contesting definitely, and, okay. we'll, and you know, we're, we're here to, you know, to change things, and that's what we're here about. That's what yeah. we're about. Thank you for sharing your views with me this morning. That was uh, Sinn Féin's uh, Johnny Mythen, who is also committed to going forward for the next general election. Sorry, Johnny, yeah? Yeah, did you want to add a final comment? No, he's gone, he's gone. All right, let's uh, turn our attention now to Fianna Fáil, uh, if, uh, James Brown. Good morning to you, Minister James. How are you? Good morning, Alan. Good, thanks. We, we've heard, uh, yeah, yesterday we heard from Senator Malcolm Byrne, we heard from Brendan Howland, um, um, we're hearing from our three d- deputies in the Enniscorthy area today, and we'll hear, we'll in, uh, inquire from Verona Murphy, the current independent deputy, uh, on tomorrow's edition of the programme. But uh, your immediate <coughs> reaction to the decision reached yesterday, uh, as a sitting minister uh, for Fianna Fáil, are you disappointed with it or do you accept it? Well, uh, I suppose both. Uh, I'm very disappointed with it. Um, it's difficult to make sense out of it, um, but obviously um, you have to accept it. That's, um, that's the position of it. I, um, look, I, mean, I, I think it was completely unnecessary. It's also, I think, unprecedented. Uh, there are two key principles in terms of count, in terms of electoral boundaries. One is that you respect the county boundary. And the second is the continuity principle that you respect existing constituencies. Now, sometimes in hard, in hard cases, they have to make a decision of relying on one of them. But in this particular case, neither of those two principles have been abided by. So it's, it's very difficult to understand how this constituency has come into a, existence. I think for a large county like Wexford, um, splitting the county in this manner is not good for Wexford. It's certainly not good for Inniscorty. Uh, there was really no necessity to come down and take a chunk out of Inniscorty at all. And I think if you look around the other constituencies where they had up to an 8% deviation, um, 
they could have kept that here as well and, and maintained the integrity of Innes Forty uh, district. I, 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 it's just difficult to make sense of it, as I say. Yeah. It is unprecedented. And it's certainly not good for Wexford. I, I regard myself as a county man. And I, I will say this, two things. One, look, Innes Forty Town is in the uh, four-seat county Wexford constituency. I'll be running there, uh, certainly seeking the nomination. But I'll also continue to work for the entire county, uh, anybody who's disenfranchised as a result of this. I mean, I only have to go, you know, literally the new boundary for the Wicklow-Wexford constituency comes up to the, the uh, boundary of Inniscorty Town. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's very challenging. And when you look at the makeup of the local authorities as well and the areas there, I think... Right. Administratively, this is going to be, a, I think, a mess as well. And, and I'll say this, Wexford is one of the fastest growing counties in the country. So this constituency will probably only exist for one. I don't think it will exist in four or five years' time, mm-hmm. this new Wicklow-Wexford constituency, because Wexford will probably breach the 180,000 population next time. Okay. And we'll either, and we'll either have a six-seater county, as I think the Electoral Commission seems to be moving towards seeking six-seater counties or sorry, uh, constituencies, or would have two, three seizures. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it just, it, it's difficult to make sense of it on, on any level. Either on a point of principle or a point of practicality. Right. Uh, Minister, will it be revisited? I mean, how long is this now set in stone? Is it just for the, the, the forthcoming general election? Will this be reviewed? Because, if, as you say, if we, it's, it's, uh, it's one deputy per 30,000 um, members of the community, isn't it? That's how it's worked out. Uh, and and, and we're, we're, we're not short of 180,000 people at the moment. The, the latest census, we were well over 165,000, weren't we? Oh, nearly 170. Well, well, this is it. And Tipperary was split into two trees with an almost identical population. Um, I think that's what most people would have expected to happen here. The, the, the boundary review is done after every census. So there'll be another census in just over, or just under three years. Mm. Uh, there'll be a boundary commission then, or the electoral commission will make a new assessment then at that point based on the, mm. the population that exists at that point in time. But as I say, the, the rapid growth of County Wexford's population you know, and I, I, I'd, be, I'd be worried about, you know, the, the disenfranchisement of of people in this kind of particular situation. Okay. But I, as I say, I'd certainly continue to work for the entire county. Right. But, um, it, it, it's certainly but, but your reaction is one of disappointment, do you believe? It's, it's a decision that should not have been reached. And what do you think should have been done? The two, three-seaters are left as is. What What do you think? Well, I think there was a couple of options. Like, I mean, one of the things you have to look at now for Wexford, you know, we were a five-seater. With the population, say, for five and a half seats. If the new Wicklow-Wexford constituency doesn't elect anybody from the Wexford side of the border, we could actually have only four TDs in County Wexford, which is a bizarre proposition. Now, it's unlikely to happen, but it very much could. I think there was two options. One was to, to keep the county more or less intact, was split into two trees. Or the alternative was to keep it as a five-seater. And you might lose a very small proportion of population, which wouldn't be nice for them. But I wouldn't like to see it happen. But certainly would be an awful lot better than this kind of, um, as I say, unprecedented kind of hybrid constituency. And, I, and I, I kind of worry, is this a test case for future constituencies where they've kind of ignore the county boundary and ignore the continuity principle and kind of came up with this new new uh, constituency. I also don't think it's good for politics because, you know, I think this could have been done um, uh, in a different manner. It was unnecessary. And we know these small constituencies um, are not good for smaller parties. They're not good for new candidates trying to break through. They're not good for women candidates either. So I, I think 
you know, it doesn't make really any sense on any level for me. All right, Minister, thank you for taking our call this morning. That was Minister James Brown. Let's turn our attention now to the reaction of Fine Gael Deputy Paul Keogh, who already has been quoted in the media, the national media, saying he's disappointed by the boundary decision. Good morning to you, Paul. Uh, good morning, Alan, and uh, good morning to uh, all your listeners. Yeah, I've I, I just got a, a one newspaper article where you're quoted as saying, disappointed by the boundary decision. Could you? Is that true? Are you disappointed? Uh, absolutely, and I think this is the wrong decision uh, by the Boundary uh, Commission to this uh, County Wexford and also to make up a new constituency of Wexford and uh, Wicklow. I, I, along with many of my uh, party colleagues and other opposition, uh, and both other political parties, made a submission uh, to the Boundary uh, Commission in that it would ask to leave the county in intact. I think uh, Senator Malcolm Bourne was the only person who looked for uh, the county boundaries to be changed and to kind of, uh, his wish was to bring in South Wicklow, which uh, effectively has uh, has uh, happened. And I think it, it is wrong. Um, uh, I would have preferred, uh, I was expecting a two-three-seater, even though we were short of the population for that, but uh, our population growth has Gone up exponentially over uh, the last uh, number of of, uh, of years. Uh, our population has grown by 9.5% in 2016, and if that trend continues, um, it, it will grow by uh, um, uh, another 9, 10% uh, over the next uh, uh, three, four, five years. So, uh, like, I think this is um, a fix that maybe is for this election, but like, I think we will see further changes in the next election where we could become. Uh, a two-three-seat uh, constituency. All right. Is it true that it's to be voted on? And um, uh, so, are these proposals actually set in stone, or how, do they still have to be voted on? Uh, and if so, can you? And I, I should have put the question to Minister Brown as well. Uh, even though you're sitting members of the government, can you vote against it, or would there be a party directive that you have to vote for it? Well, Alan, this is a, a, a discussion that we will have at our party thinking now in uh, September uh, coming up. But this is an independent uh, commission, uh, albeit I'm very disappointed with the findings uh, of it. I'm not sure if uh, the Boundary Commission has ever been uh, voted against and and, uh, and not accepted uh, previously. Um, it would never have, would have affected me uh, previously, so I wouldn't have yeah. never had any uh, reason uh, to vote for it or, or vote, vote against it. But yeah. if you take the new constituency of Wexford Wicklow, uh, 49,743 of those uh, voting in that constituency, constituency will come from County Wexford and 35,708 will come from the South Wicklow uh, part of uh, that new uh, constituency. Um, it is a, a three-seater um, and um, uh, like you know when you see the South Wexford constituency being uh, a, a four-seater like uh, the area that is taken down into the new constituency is an area that would have been very strong for me, an area that I would rep- have represented uh, very well previously uh, from um, almost northern Kilhealy uh, Ballandag and the whole way right down to Wells Owlert uh, area and all of that has been now removed in uh, to the new uh, uh, constituency. So, uh, approximately fifty thousand people around Gorey and Enniscorthy, where you're based, uh, where you depend on most of the vote for, are going to be transferred to this new constituency. So, it's going to put uh, the the three of you under pressure a lot, isn't it? 
Absolutely, Alan. Uh, look, there are five TDs in uh, County Wexford uh, at the moment. Uh, five of us all are all based in the new, in the in the old constituency, in the four-seater constituency. Uh, so, like you know, there's a lot of decisions for political parties and for people to make. Uh, over uh, the next while, uh, we were very fortunate yep. in an authority to return uh, three sitting TDs, both uh, James Brown, uh, Johnny Maiden, and myself in the in the last uh, election, hmm. uh, and that was unprecedented. Right. That actually happened in the last election that you would have three from the one uh, right. town, and right. now to see that uh, that town of Inniscorthy, well, almost just on the out from the sky walls roundabout, is yep. now in the in the Wicklow. Uh, Wexford Wicklow uh, right. constituency and the whole way right up. If you travel from, if you travel from um, uh, from the Scarwalls roundabout to Bunthody, everything on the northern side of that is all in the new constituency, which is very unfortunate. I'm really disappointed and gutted for a huge amount of people have spoken to me over. Right. Uh, the last 24 hours on specifically on this issue. Right, so I, I, I'm just getting back, I didn't get a, a, a kind of a final answer on the fact that c- could this be voted out? I, I, listening to you, I, I think you don't think it's going to be voted out, that this will I, actually I, come I don't believe. I don't believe it will be voted out, Alan, because it is an independent commission. Uh, and like, like, you know, I, Wexford is probably one of the very few constituencies that has been really uh, affected. I'm disappointed the county boundaries weren't respected. I, I, I said in the terms of reference of, of the Boundary Commission before I part with that they would try and keep all county boundaries, but they have yeah. absolutely decimated uh, County Wexford, and I am uh, really very disappointed over it. All right, th- thank you for taking our call this morning. That was Fine Gael Deputy Paul Kyo. Before we round off our discussion on this and we put it out to you our morning, mix listeners, what are your thoughts? Uh, as I said, this news broke yesterday morning and we have had a chance to digest it. We're going to get the reaction of councillors over the next couple of days as well, both today and on Monday, because it has a, a knock-on effect to our councillors as well and we'll hear why uh, on the programme over the uh, the coming days. But uh, listening attentively is former Mayor of Wexford and former uh, Fianna Fáil, Deputy, uh, Tony Dempsey. Good morning to you, Tony. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, listeners. I'm not sure if you have had the opportunity to listen to the three sitting deputies in the Enniscorthy district. Have you had a chance to listen to them? I did indeed, and I'm delighted to hear that Johnny Mizen's health is returning to full to, to full health, that Johnny's returning to full health. I'm delighted for Johnny. Yes, I heard all three speakers. Yeah. Just again to reiterate, he's committed to going forward for the next general election, which people have been asking me about. Um, Tony, you've been listening to this, but you and I had a discussion about the whole area of the number of TDs we've had oh, many moons ago on this programme. So I'd like you to give your reaction. First of all, we're now going up to 174 deputies. What do you think? Basically, what I said many years ago, Alan, was that we have... In terms of ratio, our representation is somewhere between 20 and 30,000. We have a TD. I think that's more than most countries in Europe. It's about twice as much as... It's probably even four, five, three times as much as the UK. And I think we are overrepresented. Now, allied to what I'm saying, I would want to see a devolution of far more powers to our county councillors and less TDs. Because, Alan, if we keep increasing, and all our speakers, and I was listening to James and Paul and Johnny Maiden, and by the way, I agree with what to say about splitting Wexford and breaching the integrity of the county borders. Uh, But if we keep doing increasing, you could have somewhere between 
30, 40 more TDs in the next 10 years if, mm. if the population goes up by a million. So where does it stop, number one? Number two, I think that because we're overrepresented, the problem is that you have backbenchers who seldom get a chance to speak at all in the doll, okay? And by the way, Alan, I want to say our politicians have done a fantastic job uh, over the last hundred years. We've gone from being the poorest country in the world, or among the poorest, when we got independence, to being the eighth best place in which to live. That's according to the United Nations. So our politicians have done a good job, and this is not anti-politician. It just doesn't make sense. Has any other country reduced their ratio of uh, representation? Yes. Italy in 2019, yeah. there was a set 70% of the people uh, voted to reduce the representation there by a third. So it's not something that's fanciful. Right. By reducing the numbers, it was allowed to, uh, our TDs to concentrate on national issues, such as the infrastructure uh, expenditure, housing, yeah. growing economy, health services. By the way, Alan, in, since 1970, we've increased our expenditure on health per person, every man, woman and child in this country. We've increased it by about nine and a half times. Wow. So our national politicians, because we have too many of them, you have four or five TVs making the same representation to fill a pothole. And I'm exaggerating maybe now, but to do something with a road in rural Ireland that should strictly be the role of a, of a county councillor hmm. are looking for a scan for So you, you want to, I'm going to have to, 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 to conclude for the moment Tony I just want to get an immediate reaction to what you've heard there because we can have a, a bigger debate on this over the coming weeks and we certainly will but do you believe that increase the powers for the councillors reduce the number of TDs is that what you're talking about? Absolutely and I was talking to a responsible citizen about half an hour ago and he said since the TDs were not allowed to sit as councillors the role of the councillor has improved I agree with that sentiment we need to give far more power to our councillors and we need far less TDs and they need to concentrate on national okay. issues like the children's hospital. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.